Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. And Odyssey Station. The Score! score! Top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Ray, let's go. Yo, Holmes. Lawrence Holmes. Holmes runs it really well. Noon to two. Holmes doing what Holmes does. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. Yo, Holmes. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? I have noticed that uh, white guys generally don't seem to be big fans of Black Lives Matter. I know there are a lot of you here tonight. I don't really have any hard scientific data to back up my claim, but I have talked to my uncle about Colin Kaepernick, and I feel like that's a pretty good indication of the white male consensus. That never bothered me, a guy kneeling for the anthem. You know, I never felt like I had a right to be upset about that. I didn't, because I've gone to sporting events and spent the national anthem in the shitter. So, if kneeling is disrespectful, what I did in the Wrigley Field men's room in late July might have been treason. I don't know. That is a sample of Pat Tomasulo's special, What a Time to Be Alive. It is up on YouTube right now. You can watch it for free. I'm telling you, you are going to laugh your face off. You can check out Pat on the WGN Morning News. He's also on Twitch. So for all the people on Twitch, he is there. Twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 The Score. He joins me on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Mr. Thomas Sulo, how are you, sir? I am well, Lawrence. Thank you uh, so much. I love I love the marriage there of my two things, saying you're going to laugh your face off. That's the name of the big comedy fundraiser I do as well. It's like two, it's like two plugs for the price of one today. That's why you're a pro. That's that, why you are where you are. This is what I do, man. People don't don't always see it, but sometimes I, I, I drop a gem or two. It works all the, all the time for people that I love, like you, man. I, are, do you want to talk sports at all? We'll talk whatever. Listen, I'm a guest on your show. We'll talk whatever you want to talk about. All right. I don't want to talk about sports with you. I, I, right, I, I would like to talk, to talk about. I want to talk about the special and I want to talk about sports yeah. casting, but yeah. I want to talk about the special first. Sure. It's really great. How long did it take you to put it together? 
Um, you know, I was th- somebody asked me this the other day. You know, I've been doing stand up twelve years now, and there might be. I think there are traces of bits that I did ten years ago or eight years ago. But I think it really, the thing really evolved and really kind of came together in the last three years or so, right? Including however the hell long we were in a a pandemic, right? So I was going to do it, actually, initially I was going to tape it in December of 2020. I was gearing up to do it. And then the pandemic hit, and that obviously shot that to hell. And then a lot of the stuff that happened, you know, like the stuff about Black Lives Matter and the stuff about the, uh, the you know, some of the other topical stuff in there, Trump, some, some things about that, kind of came together after the pandemic. And, I'm, you know, I'm so glad that, um, that it did get pushed back because I think some of the bits in there that I really love the most kind of really only came together in the last year or so. Okay, well, I mean, that's fair. Like, you're, you're observing what's happening in the world and then talking about it. It's been one of the things that you've been good at for a really long time. How did you know you had an hour? Uh, well, I mean, I've been headlining shows for, you know, nine, not eight, nine years. So I've been doing, I've been doing that long on stage consistently for almost a, a, a decade. I always heard, like, you know, the adage is, you know, when you're most ready to record an hour and put it out there when you are absolutely sick of doing the jokes, right? Because when you have that hour and you've been doing it a lot, you know, you can get kind of bogged down in the in the minutia. Like right now, I'm, I'm trying to throw out that entire hour and start from, from scratch. And I'm doing material that's all new. And there's a certain excitement that you get from doing new material and seeing these bits come together. But when you've been doing the tried and, and tested bits, you kind of, you know, once you start getting a little a little tired of them, then it's time to think about, all right, how can I perfect this, put it on tape, and put it out in the world? When did you know that this was something that you wanted to do? Like, along with, with doing the sports casting thing. Yeah. But, but when did you know, hey, man, I, I enjoy making people laugh. Let me see how far I can take it. Well, in terms of, like, you, you're talking about, like, stand-up, right? Yes. Yeah, so I mean, when I first started at GN, and even before GN, I was never really the traditional, you know, typical, you know, sportscaster. What I mean by that is just, you know, a straighter, a straighter personality. I always did stuff that was kind of on the fringes of sports. So I always knew I liked making people laugh. That was that was never a question. That was always something I wanted to do through sportscasting was make it humorous. You know, I'm, I'm guessing we're around the same age, like. We grew up in that Sports Center era when it was Craig Kilborn and Keith Olbermann and Dan Patrick and so many of those guys went and did other things. I always thought that would be kind of the trajectory I would go. And stand-up was always one of those things. I don't know. I was probably probably before I ever did stand-up, I had way too much confidence in my belief that I could do it. It was kind of one of those things where I was like, I, I don't know why. I just feel like I would be good at this. But it took me it, it took some some pushing for me to do it. I'll tell you who actually did it before me that encouraged me to to do it was Annabelle Laval. Mm-hmm. She she had always wanted to do stand up and then she did a show and I was like, well, well, man, you know, she's she's telling me I can do it, so I tried it. And the first first couple of shows I did were with her and Mike Toomey, who's also, by the way, if you ever get a chance to see Mike Toomey perform live, do it. The guy He's fantastic. Is, 
single-handedly one of the funniest human beings I've ever met. I've met a lot of really famous, funny people. Mike Toomey is Mike Toomey's talent rivals any of them. So yeah, and that's you know it, it went pretty well the first couple of times, and then it, then you're hooked, man. Then then it's like a, a fix that you're chasing forever. It's just to keep getting that feeling. Well, I wanted to ask you about Anna and Mike. It's I I'm, I don't know this for a fact, but I imagine that there there isn't a news department for a show anywhere else in the country where there are three comedians who are right. prominently featured, and on top of that. Paul has acting background, so oh, yeah. it's 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 a pretty incredible group that's assembled over there around you on the morning show. Yeah, I mean, for what we do, like Paul Conrad is one of the quickest, funniest people I've I've ever worked with in my life. And then it's like you know the behind the scenes people too, you know, like Jeff Hoover and Brian Say and Ross McAbee, which are not you know names a lot of people uh, a lot of people know because they're not Hoover's Hoover's on the air a lot more than the other two guys. But yeah, even behind the scenes, it really is it really is amazing. Like I, I, I can't believe what the hell we get away with on a daily basis over there. It's good though, right? Like it's it's fun that you guys are given the latitude to be able to push some limits and have a little bit of fun in the morning. Yeah. Well, you know, we're also keeping the lights on in that building. So I think they let us do <laughs> I I think I think they keep getting those ad checks from the sponsors forking over a ton of money to be on the number one rated show of the market. Believe me, the second those ratings go down, they'll have a lot less patience for our shenanigans. Yeah, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Pat Tomasulo joining me here. His new comedy special is out on YouTube. What a time to be alive. Please, please, please bookmark it and watch it later on tonight. There's no Bulls game. You don't have to worry about that. The Cubs and White Sox are still in spring training. Watch it tonight. You will definitely enjoy it. Is there a part of the process of putting an hour together that you like? And is there a part of the process of putting an hour together that you don't? Well, I think the best part was the recording. I mean, the recording was, you know, as as a comedian, you're going to have, you know, if you're a good comedian, you're going to have way more better shows than you do bad shows. Everybody, Everybody still bombs. It doesn't matter what level you're at. But there are those rare instances where, like, you're Don Larson in the World Series and you just, you throw a per like, everything lines up and you throw a perfect game. Like, for the taping, that was one of those nights. We had two sold-out shows at Zanies and Rosemont. Big shout-out to Zanies, by the way, for letting us go in there and completely transform that room and take it over. But that night was just, the crowds from the first joke were, were on fire. You know, it was it was one of the best performances I had ever given. So that, I think, was the best part. And then I think, you know, the, the part that's just tedious was the edit, right? Because you kind of, then you get into the nuts and bolts and all the minutiae of, oh, God, is this camera angle right for this joke? Is this, and you forget that, you know, people are not, well, it's, it's like in TV. You forget that people are just watching it casually as a viewer and not with this technical eye that, that you're looking at it with. Um, so I think that was, you know, I wouldn't say there was any part of it that I disliked. You know, it's all been a pretty, a pretty great process. You know, the challenging thing is, you know, starting from scratch. I think that's kind of where I'm at now. Where that's that's, but that's exciting too. How did you get over the initial reaction from people when you first started doing stand up? Of oh, that's the guy from TV, and is yeah. is there a difference between? who Pat is on TV and who he can be on stage. 
Uh, I think there's a little. I think the, the version of me on stage is, you know, I don't think you see all of me on. Well, I don't think you see all of what I can do on TV because, you know, we all have our roles and we all have our allotted time that we have to do what we do. And on stage, I think, you know, I'm able to really, I'm able to really stretch it out um, a lot more. But, yeah, it's an interesting point you make because I think a lot of, you know, not a lot, but some, some comics have that luxury of being able to go into a club and a lot of people not knowing who they are and they can kind of play around a little bit and have fun. Like there are still people in this market who have no idea that I do stand up because I, you know, I don't have a Netflix special. I don't have a comedy central special. So there are times where I think, you know, like I'll be at the laugh factory or Zany's just working out some new material. And there are people in there that are seeing me for the first time. And you're like, ah, geez, you know, I don't know if I want this to be the very first reference representation of my stand up that they see, you know, but you got to get over it because it's it's part of the process, and you got to just think about what you're working towards, right? So I would say that's still something that's not great. It's not ideal, you know, um, but it's but it's just part of the deal. I enjoyed in, in the special that you would at at times challenge the audience with, yeah, you, I'm talking to you about the, these sorts of issues and I know where I'm at. Was that something that was scripted or did you just feel out the audience and knew how to play off of it? Well, are you talking about like, uh, like the Trump thing when I said, yeah, I have you voted for him. I'm in the suburbs. Yes. Um, I think, um, I think that was, it's not necessarily scripted per se, but it was anticipated. I think a lot of the, you know, a lot of the shows that I do, I'm not a, um, you know, I'm, I'm very much not a partisan comic. And, you know, it's not that I don't have beliefs and, and ideals, you know, off stage, but on stage, I'm kind of an equal opportunity attacker. And um, I think the crowd that that attracts is a pretty mixed crowd, especially because I think a lot of people who know me from GN and who know me from, from my show um, are pretty split politically. So I always know there's a pretty good chance that half the people there, you know, voted one way and half the people voted the other way. That's just not, you know, for me, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of the political humor and a lot of the partisan stuff, I, I feel like it's pretty low hanging fruit. I feel like there's very, there are very few comedians right or left that I see take a, a hyper partisan stand that really back it up with really great jokes and not just talking points that get their crowd in a frenzy. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think there are some that do it really well, and there's some that you're right, where they, they aren't doing it as well as maybe they could uh, when it comes to discussing some of these things. For, for you now, like, what's next? Like, I, because now I'm like, look, we've seen you do Man of the People, and I thought that that was such an, uh, a, a really aggressive swing. And I love that you got to do it, and I love that Channel 9 was even interested in letting you do it. And there's part of me that's like, Pat would be perfect for a sitcom. Do, is that something that you want? Or is the creativity of doing stand-up specials like the next frontier for you? Yeah, I think, listen, I have a, uh, I, I'm in a really, really good position with my day job, right? The, I love stand-up, but WGN is what keeps the lights on in my house. Stand-up... <laughs> 
Stand up ain't paying my mortgage yet, Lawrence. I don't know if you know, but I released this special for free. Um, I think, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff sounds good. I think my immediate goal with the special is for it to reach enough people and for it to reach a big enough audience nationally that, you know, I, I, I can travel every weekend or every couple weekends a month and sell out clubs across the country. That's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the goal for me. And then if anything came of that, fantastic, you know, but I think, you know, I love, I love my day job. I'm I'm not going to do anything that would, uh, that would jeopardize that or take away from that. But I would, I would definitely, if there's stu- stuff here, is there, if there's stuff, things that shoot here that, that they were interested in me for doing. Yeah. And obviously Totally be interested in that. All right, so this is like a, a, a super inside and and probably too personal slash professional of a question for me to ask you. But let's say hypothetically that, oh the, boy. that the Today Show says, man, that's a really funny comedian. We need to get him yeah. on the air. Would yeah. Channel 9 let you go on the Today Show knowing that it would be on up against your show? It, let me, oh, what do you mean, to go on and promote it on yeah. the Today Show? Yes. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd go for that. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me if the Today Show wanted me to work for them, but then I'm guessing in your head you were like, "There's no way the Today Show would take a risk on this maniac." No, yeah. that are you kidding me? Like, trust me. Like, I think that you, any of the crew that's already there in the morning, would be great doing that stuff nationally. They don't do yeah. sports in the morning, which I'm sure would be totally fine with you. Right. They, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Today's show and Good Morning America, they're very, they're very buttoned down. I don't know. I don't know how I would go over with that crowd. I feel like you and Strahan could do some fun stuff. Maybe, maybe it's hour three. Like maybe it's you and and Jenna and Hoda. Like maybe, maybe that's where you're. Listen, I could, I could throw back some wine and pretend like I read books on on TV. That's fine. Show me where to go. That seems like a great thing. How can people view the hour special. The hour special is on my YouTube page. You can just search my name on YouTube or youtube.com slash Pat Tomasulo comedy, or it's uh, it's linked to it on my website, Pat I've seen Pat live. I watched this special. He is an extremely funny comedian. You're going to love this special. What a time to be alive. Just search it on YouTube. You'll be able to find it. We just tweeted out the link on the score account as well if you would like to see it. Pat, congratulations on this, man. You should be really proud of it, and, and thank you for being on my show. Lawrence, you are a, you're a good man. You are a true pro, and I hope to, to see more of you soon. I hope that is the case. That is Pat Tomasulo. Channel 9. I remember, so my, one of my good friends is a dude named Dave Hellum. Dave is a comedian. He's from Chicago. He works in L.A. He's written on a bunch of shows that you think are funny. And he does a, a, a show once a month back here in Chicago at North Bar. And it's some of the best local comedians. Shout out to, to Joey Villa Gomez, uh, Erica Nicole Clark. And a couple times I've gone in there, Pat has been in there doing work, like doing a 15-minute set. He's hilarious. I saw Pat. He did a Christmas show. Him and John Vincent, our, our friend John Vincent, did like a, a comedy singing like it was old school and you know john he's such an amazing singer he always wants to hug you too and that's good he likes to spread love like kermit the frog and i dig that but pat is hilarious and 
especially for those of us of a certain age, like Pat and I are in our mid-40s. I think you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of good stuff in there about relationships and and how he's happy that he's married. Because they are pegging out here, Ray. You got to be careful. If you're back in these streets, understand. There's some new stuff that maybe they weren't doing before. But they're doing it now. Why are you shaking your head, Rick Camp? You know it's true. Girl, you know it's true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Every day, these last three days, Ray has been like, what? What did I do? What did I do? I had this show in the morning. Those two guys are not crazy people. And now I work for this crazy man. I'm go- he wants to talk about fruit at baseball games and do Millie Vanilli jokes. I'm sorry, Ray, but this is how it's going to go. So you need to be ready. Sometimes I just get off the tracks. I'll get back on them when it's appropriate. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Bulls last night. And there's a couple of Bears things that you need to hear, including from the general manager, Ryan Poles. We will discuss that next here on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over Think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score. It's time for the two-minute report. 
two minutes. What? Not one, but two. Oh, say less. It's time for the two-minute report on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Can't wait. Tonight, the Bulls take on the Washington Wizards. Dosumu back in front to Vooch. Three ball up, rimming gut. A kind shooter's touch for the Vooch. Back to Vooch, trying to get him going early. Jump hook right hand. Got it. And the Vooch on fire here. And he has scored all seven of the Bulls' points. We talked about it a little bit this morning, you know, at the breakfast meeting, trying to get him going early. I thought we had an opportunity to, you know, kind of play through him to the post there in the first half. I thought to close the second quarter, they strapping him to get the ball in his hand. So, he, you know, obviously he's not going to be as effective when they're sending two to him. But, he, you know, he passed it out of the post. I thought he got off to obviously a great start. Really carried us in the first half offensively because we really struggled to shoot the ball in a half. And I think his his 20 points were, were really important going into, into the locker room. Kyle didn't play to Vooch and a teardrop is good on Gafford from five feet. And Vooch with 15 first quarter points. We just trying to do a better job playing through Vooch, especially with me and Zach getting pressure so much. Once he get it going, everybody else's job easy. You know, so just playing through him. He was aggressive about the gate. We lean on that, and we got it going in the second half. Left wing Vooch, three ball. Got it on Porzingis, and the Vooch with 20 of the Bulls, 49 points, and the Bulls lead by nine with 326 left. Just I was able to get in uh, good positions. You know, uh, I got some good ones uh, under closer to the basket early on, and usually, you know, when I'm able to get those, it gets me going. Then I was able to step out hit some shots as well. But just playing out of flow the way, you know, just the, the team's focus on DeMar and Zach a lot and picking roles or different two-minute action. It opens up a lot for the rest of us. And I was just trying to be aggressive and my teammates were able to find me, especially early on uh, close to the basket. I was trying to take advantage of it. And uh, I know I got going. I was able to make shots. And this ball game is over. Bulls win! Bulls win! Bulls win! 107-94. to They sweep the season series against the Washington Wizards. Highlights courtesy of the score. Chuck was on the call by himself last night. Our friend Stephen Bardo is going to be calling. Is it the next three Bulls games, I think? Next couple Bulls games, the Stephen Bardo is going to be doing color with Chuck. So shout out to, to Stephen Bardo. He's going to be terrific because he's terrific at everything that he does. The Bulls win last night against Washington. 107-94 was the final I never felt like they were going to lose that game, even though it started out rough for Zach and DeMar. Zach struggled throughout the game, but I appreciate him falling back and saying, I don't have it tonight. Vooch did. In the first quarter, he scored 15. He finished with 27 points, five rebounds, and four assists. DeMar DeRozan found his game, and in the fourth quarter, he took over. Six out of seven shots in the fourth quarter. Finished with 32 points after starting off horribly from the field. Seven rebounds, four assists. He should have had more assists, to be quite honest. Billy Donovan talked about DeMar's patience and working through to get other people's shots while his wasn't falling. You know, that's the one thing about DeMar is he's not going to necessarily try to take on double teams and force things. He's going to play play the game. And, um, you know, he he was able not only to necessarily generate a lot of assists for himself, but he generated the ball to go to the guy that could make the next play. And that that's, I think, what opened it up uh, us when they started to trap him after he got going in that fourth. And once he got going, then the, the Bulls were in great shape. And and it was an they every win is important now, especially after dropping that game to the Knicks. But I thought they did a good job yesterday of not it's like a 
yesterday's Bulls game was like a pitcher getting through six and two-thirds with not their best stuff. The Bulls didn't have their best stuff last night, but they had enough to get the job done. And they, they got the win, and now it's like, okay, got the Clippers on Thursday and then Milwaukee after that? Oh, well, Clippers have been playing better. Paul George is back now, so we'll see. But it was a win that they had to have. Before we get done, there is some football stuff. The meeting's going on down in Florida. Get an opportunity to talk to the, the coach, the owner, the general manager. On the general manager, on the ownership side, uh, there, there was some talk with George about Arlington Heights. And it's interesting because if we go back even just a couple months to their press conference they're desperately trying to not look too far ahead, at least publicly. I think it's a a good strategy. When people have asked, like, well, what's this parcel of land going to be? George has been adamant in, we're just trying to do our environmental study on it and figure out if we actually want the land. We have to still close on this. I mentioned it when when we were talking about it initially in January. They're in the inspection phase. Like if you're buying a house, they're in the inspection phase. And if you spend $200 million on a parcel of land, you want to make sure that that land offers you everything possible. I know it's easy for us to look ahead. Like I look and go, are they going to stay in Lake Forest? Like as an organization, will this land offer them enough space to build their own space there, and then you just have everything in one place. Casino, whatever, like all the other stuff too. But he's saying, let's just get through closing first. Don't want any surprises. Amy kind of tell you all about that. She doesn't let any surprises happen. Well, what about the two guys that were hired, Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles? The big question about free agency for the Bears has been, the Larry Ogunjobi situation. Ryan Poles talked about that yesterday. Take a listen. Probably the most challenging thing that I had to go through was the Larry Ogunjobi situation. Um, from a business side, it was very clear. Um, I'm going to listen. We have a process. I'm going to listen to our doctors. Uh, I'm going to look at the evidence and, and go with what I think is right again for the organization. The toughest thing I've had to go through was emotionally draining was to deny someone an opportunity when you have this verbal agreement that that's what's going to happen. That tore me to pieces. I sat in the back of the car and I had a conversation with the kid and let him know just from what my job was and from my perspective what we had to do. And um, that, was, that, was, that was hard, really hard, because I was excited about him. So that's kind of a quick overview of, of some of the good and, and some of the challenging pieces that we've gone through. What happened with the information you got that took all the things that you knew up to that? Yeah. I, I, like I said, you know, back at the combine, I can't go into details with the medical, but it wasn't it wasn't what it should have been, if that makes sense. Related was, to the injury that he suffered? Was the foot? Yeah. So between Monday and Thursday, did you miss out on pursuing another guy who maybe would have been in a somewhat similar financial ballpark that he went elsewhere and you guys thought you were I would, Yeah, I would agree on that. And I think that's 
I've had a lot of conversations and I almost feel like the process is flawed a little bit where I wish we could have some of these images and some of the physical done before. And again, that's going to be some type of rule change. I don't know the process in, in getting that done. It's probably something at a meeting like this in the future. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of people were hurt just with the whole timing of it. Yeah. You heard when Ryan Poles was on this show and I asked him to be more available and I asked him to be more transparent. I think that we have, he has been more available and more transparent in the first two months of his tenure than Ryan Pace was for the entire seven years he was in Chicago. I hope that doesn't change. And what this is is a really good example of there are things that I cannot tell you, but here are the things that I can. And not just hiding behind, well, we don't talk about that. We can't talk about that. What you got was you understood how he felt and what the Bears' position was on why they didn't sign Larry Ogunjobi without bus talk, tossing Ogunjobi and letting you into the process, which is what any of us want. Just to get an idea of how you think. So far, I, I think that he's been pretty good at that. Now, you're allowed as a Bears fan to go, they screwed the Ogunjobi thing up. I think that it's fair to go. The question that Biggs asked as a follow-up was a good question. Was your pursuit of a guy who we all saw get injured, did it keep you from getting another player knowing that you don't have that player on your roster right now? It's a good question. I thought Holes' answer was sufficient. He He's like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. We may have missed out on players that we wanted because we were pursuing this player. That's all people want. When we talk about the concept of accountability, that's accountability. It doesn't mean that everyone's fired. You're not being held accountable. Everyone's got to be fired. It doesn't mean that. It means, can you step in front of a microphone or tape recorders And explain your method. What's your methodology? And so far, I think Poles has done that pretty well. I think Eberflus has too. Including, this is going to be one of the big deals over the next few months, is how this team is constructed. And it's gone from a 30 front to a 40 front. This is what the Bears head coach had to say about making the change to a 4-3. You just got to look at the man. You got to look at the individual skill set. Some guys transfer over to, hey, being able to move to a six and play a nine and play a defensive end, put his hand in the dirt. Um, and some guys just are, they don't, they can't do it. And you just got to be able to, to look at that. Then the inside pieces in a three, four, you have the three bigs. You, know, you got the tackles that play a lot of, they play three, they play four, which is inside the tackle. Then you got the big nose, nose tackle piece. And those guys mostly come out on third down. And who comes in? You know, they kick the guys inside. The pass rushers come in. Um, you know, so we're already in that alignment, the pass rushing alignment. So we'll look at the inside pieces. And we'll look at the outside pieces and make them fit. And, uh, you know, and there may be a guy in there that's a DPR, that's a designated pass rusher that you use more on passing downs. And that's who he is. And maybe he can play off the ball backer. I don't know. Um, uh, 
right at this time. We're still looking at all that. So we have we've done that before too. None of this stuff is magic. Like you're playing a three four, like that's not magic. You're playing a four three, like that's not magic. It's a preference. Either one of those systems is going to work. Eberflus is versed in the melding of the 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 four three cover two that Tony Dungy ran and what Lovey Smith then ran. You have to be careful though, because the template for it, you don't you don't have any really of the pieces out other than you do have, I think, an ass kicking weak side linebacker in Roquan Smith. I think that he can immediately jump into that role and be successful in that role. But you don't have the alien playing middle linebacker. And what I think has become more important, and it came, it became more important as Lovey's tenure continued, you better have an inside nickel guy. Because of what offenses do, they're in 11 personnel 67 to 70% of the time. And that position is really special. I heard Matt Bowen talking about this on, on Olin's podcast, which, by the way, if you have not checked out the No Name Football podcast, it is educational. And Matt Bowen, who played safety in the league for seven years, breaks down tape like nobody's business, was talking about the importance of the, the nickel and how if you have a, a corner, like a pure corner, like a, a follow corner, like think of like Darrell Revis back in the day, that you can just say, all right, you're out on the island on the X receiver. That's what you're going to do. You understand that you have the boundary to help you out as a defender. The inside guy, the nickel, that guy has got to be good. It can't just be a guy anymore. It used to be like, well, we've got a guy who's a depth piece. He plays outside corner, but we'll kick him inside. No, that guy has to be an ass kicker. He's got to be able to deal with inside and outside releases. So I still think that there are pieces that the the Bears are are missing personnel-wise, but it gives you an idea of what it is that they want to do. Man, that felt good. We got... Ray, we just got super football there. Coaches out here talking about nine and six techniques. I'm over here talking about 11 personnels and two-way goes. I know we haven't even hit summer yet. I'm ready for fall, man. It's sexy football time, man. That's right. That's how we do. Take a break. Back after this on the score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Sports Radio 670, The Score, Chicago's sports station. 
I'm not very hard line, Terrence Trendarby, on a lot of subjects. The one where I am a little bit more rigid than most things is with the NFL overtime thing. I'm just going to say this, and you can feel how you feel, want to feel about it. Look, man, you've been out there all day. You've been out there for 60 minutes playing the hardest game in the world, most physically taxing. I don't want anything to keep that game going longer than it has to. I was totally okay with sudden death. Like, get the coin flip, kick a field goal, the game is over. And the reason why is that you're allowed to stop people. There's no rule that says you have to then allow the offense to go up and down the field. You can stop someone if you want. I was okay with the change that they made. Well, all right, people are complaining. Now you got to score a touchdown on the first possession or the other team gets the ball. We were treated to something amazing happened in the Buffalo Kansas City playoff game we were treated to amazing you know what the odds were I do because Joe won a whole lot of money on it with 13 seconds left in that game it was 200 to 1 that they were going to be able to pull that off and they did the idea of everyone's got to touch the ball it's it'll be I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure we'll find something to complain about. But I'd have been totally okay if they would revert it back to first score wins. Get off the field as quickly as you can. It's a violent game. Parkinson Spiegel, they're next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.